the switch, and the dial. The Daily Leadership Podcast that explores the moments that matter when you're the boss, no matter the title. I'm your host, Kyle Cordway. One of the things I'm fond of demonstrating about leadership is that there is a whole series of images that give the impression that leadership seems to be about mountaineering. I don't mean to say that you actually see pictures of someone like Edmund Hillary standing on top of Everest. I mean this painfully common visual of a peak with a person, quote-unquote, leading a group of individuals up that peak. Sometimes the mountain has been substituted for an arrow angled upward with same said person out front walking up the arrow with a parade behind them. If you want to get a sense of what I'm talking about, simply type leadership in your favorite search engine, click on the image tabs, and see what comes up. The mountaineering image might only be seconded by the nautical theme. The image of a boat with a person standing at the bow, often with a spyglass, and others in the boat, heads down, paddling furiously. There certainly seems to be something deeper these images are capturing, or we wouldn't see them that often. It might also be that there's just some laziness involved here. It's just an easy visual to fall back on. Maybe what we've caught is the ultimate switch moment, the leader braving the elements to lead their people through a challenge. One of the questions I ask people I teach is that if I followed them around with a camera for a week and I caught them on video engaging in leadership, how many of those moments would look like that? Earlier this week, I asked you to think about a dial, the image that emphasizes incremental movement and the number of dials you have in your life that you are moving or helping others move. I also asked you to think about the higher goods that are at the end of those dials. Today, I want to offer a two-part idea. Part one, if leaders influence others towards a higher good and they often do it incrementally, the way they do it is in conversation with others. If I played that video of you leading almost without fail, the video would reveal you in conversation with someone else or a group of people. Sometimes it would be face-to-face in the same room. Often, it would be mediated by some technology, text, social media, email, phone, or video. And yes, you would likely be influencing to accomplish something. Part two, consider that as a leader, you are never not in conversation with someone else. That the conversation didn't stop because the voices ceased, or that the words stopped appearing on a screen, or that the video conference ended the conversation still goes on. The easiest example of this is that you are face-to-face with someone asking a question and they are not answering. Does anyone really think the conversation has ended simply because someone is not speaking? My favorite 21st century version of this is the texting functionality on some platforms that allows you to see that someone is quote-unquote typing back to you. Have you ever been having a texting conversation 
where as you are waiting for the response, you see the their typing indicator for what seems like an excruciating length of time, and what appears are the words, okay. It's hard not to imagine that person typing, then backspacing, and retyping something else multiple times, or even just sitting and staring at the screen, not knowing what to say. But the cursor in the typing field keeps sending you the their typing indicator. Folks, that's a conversation. All of it. Whether we like it or not. The first seminar in graduate school that I took was called the Pro Seminar of Communication, or ProSem for short. It's the foundational class that anyone seeking to get a master's in communication takes. I share that for two reasons. One, a good part of the entire seminar is examining the question, can one ever not communicate? And then all of the dizzying philosophical implications therein. Two, if you go back to your community, the list of people you could be influencing, and you look at that list, you will see that you are generally in conversation with them. Even if the only conversation going on is simply each of you saying, I'm busy doing other things. But remember, we're talking here about leadership and those dial moments. The moments where there are opportunities to move a dial towards some higher good. And that brings us to today's question. When you look at your community, what conversations are actually taking place? Are they the ones you want to be having? Are there ones you wish you could have but don't know how to start? Or aren't sure if it's worth it? What's one conversation you've been putting off and yet the putting off is still a conversation you're having with that person? Remember, as a leader, you are never not in conversation with others. And finally, I need to apologize. My original vision for this podcast was five days a week. I started the prep work and the thinking with that in mind. That simply didn't happen this week. So let me own that and apologize. I haven't been able to execute that, and as a leader, I recognize that impacts my integrity and my credibility. If you are listening to this during the week of its release, you know that the world is experiencing a highly disruptive and scary outbreak of a coronavirus. And I'll admit it's impacted my ability to fulfill my original vision. For now, I'm going to stick to Tuesday-Thursday release days with bonus episodes when I can make that happen. My personal dial as a podcaster is incremental movement to five days a week as we navigate this uncertainty together. This also connects to what I want to start talking about next week. One of those big and abused words. Trust. What is it and why it matters? Talk to you next week. The Switch in the Dial podcast is produced by Kyle Cordoy. If you like what you hear, please rate it on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe or tell a friend. Thanks much for listening.